0: Hey, this is Shaz Kane, and you're watching CMS TV. And what is up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Chris Aiken Presents. I am Chris Aiken that dude there eric farantinos eric how are you man
1: i'm doing great chris how are you buddy you're all meddled up man what's going on over there that's right (laughs) i resurrected my leather jacket from high school and it fits if it fits once i cut the arms off it
0: (laughs) (laughs) what in the world made you go and get a high school jacket and see if it would still fit
1: Um, basically I was looking for just cool stuff to wear on stage. And as I was going through, uh, different catalogs and stuff, I saw something that I liked, which was called the commando. Okay. All right. It's the commando leather where it basically was a vest. And as I, as I looked at it though, and I was contemplating to get a real leather one or a, a faux leather for cheaper, uh, I, it, it dawned on me that I have an awesome vintage leather jacket okay. from the late 1980s that was very uh, special to me back then. And okay. there is a story. There is also a story behind the jacket. But I thought about it. I'm like, wait a second. That jacket that I'll probably never wear again from high school is in my closet. I should just turn it into the jacket I was thinking about buying. Like, Turn my old high school jacket into Commando look at you <laughs> notice the uh mad max yeah look at that shoulder a
0: guy a guy
1: I can fuck you up with those i guess so but uh Jesus, this i don't want to fuck with you yeah i guess i'll tell the story the, the yeah. history of the jacket if you want uh, go ahead. go go ahead uh, so I'm, I'm trying to recollect i believe it was around 19 late 1987 1988 i think it was about 16 about 16 years old and everybody had the le- the quiz essential leather jacket sure in the 80s you know and the coolest ones were the ones that were kind of worn you know they're a little looked like you didn't buy it yesterday at the mall you know
0: right sure. and in
1: order to do that you really had to wear the shit out of it you had to you had to sleep in the thing pretty much right uh but i i finally got one of those jackets and i do believe i got it at wilson's at the mall ironically okay uh but it was like if i remember it was 250 dollars which was like a lot of goddamn money it's like
0: a million a dollars to a high school kid
1: <laughs> that's right i mean i think minimum wage was 375 an hour for right? me at that point it was almost a four so, you know, that was a huge that was definitely the biggest purchase I had ever done uh at that point. Um now I had been wearing this thing everywhere for for about a year. Um this I think it was like maybe 1989. Uh it was a really hot summer and I was going to a a, a rock party somewhere, high school party somebody was having at a house, it was like a house party. And it was so hot I just couldn't do it. I couldn't wear the leather jacket at this hot it was a packed house. Uh, so I took the jacket and I put it like on top of the refrigerator of this house. Okay. And I didn't think much of it. I just shoved it up there on top of the fridge and proceeded to party. I just closed this party down. And about the time I, I was about to leave, I went into the kitchen and what's not on top of the fridge? You're My daddy. fucking jacket.
0: <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> now this my heart just sank at this point i was like oh my god my my greatest possession i owned at that point is fucking gone clearly somebody stole it so like right away i just go into investigator mode you know i start questioning whatever witnesses are, are around at that time but uh you know so i'm like there was a jacket here did you see it and the last few people there were just totally wasted at this party you know they're like dude maybe i I saw a guy wearing it and walked out what did he look like you know i'm like trying to (laughs) get a description and um i ask a few more people a name comes up i get a name Corey. you know and i and i get like a city that he's that that he's from uh or you know i think he wasn't he lived uh well, I think he might have been from Encinitas where we went to we went to school. But uh basically I had very little to go off of and it was just my diligence and like questioning people and getting a little more information and a little more information. Um at, at one point I like found we found where he lived. Like I guess the guy lived with his mom or something. And okay. I remember we got really crazy with it. I got like real mafia with this thing. You know what I mean? And I went with like about five of my friends down there and uh his his mom was home and she was a very sweet woman she was like a june cleaver kind of person okay. we had no intentions of, of of harassing this lady and we just wanted to find the, her son and get the jacket you know what i mean sure. but mm-hmm. looking back this was pretty psycho shit <laughs> <You> know, right <laughs> i'm trying to make this sound funny it could go either way to the audience but i, I just wanted my jacket this motherfucker took it and so we, we found it we go this poor woman Happened to be there. I was very nice. I was probably 150 pounds at the time. I was very sweet to her, and I I basically lied and said we were his friends, and we were just trying to find him, and like he's going to be so excited when he when he uh, hears from us, right? <laughs> you <know? laughs> Can you get him on the phone? Yeah. And uh, she ends up uh, getting him on the phone. My other friends were like talking. She was about to make us milk and cookies, you know, or whatever. And <laughs> Uh, she goes, oh, here he is! I, I picked it up. I'm like, ah, thanks, thanks. Hey, motherfucker, <laughs> we're at your mom's you. house right now. <laughs> <laughs> Got a fucking jacket. Jackie uh you know your mom really dies mean,
0: without the coat
1: <laughs> no nah, i didn't even joke about that like i would i mean she invited us in we didn't like strong arm our way into there we actually right. just seemed like such nice young kids that she let us in you know what i mean we right. We're right really all that threatening or anything but in my mind i was about get down go right. to your mom's house uh so anyways we we kind of we kind of miss him there. Now through the grapevine I hear that he's worried and this and that but I also find out that he's a pretty big dude. Which okay. I didn't really take into uh account. Now I at the time only knew of one big dude myself and it was actually okay. more of a friend of my friend, my uh my friend Leif uh was more closer to to this gentleman whose name was Raul Gonzalez all right okay <laughs> raul gonzalez is a what was a, a a very large latino gentleman bouncer type guy and sure. he could be a real fucking big problem for you <laughs> if, if, if it comes up um right. now this was a situation where i didn't have money for him to go after this guy for me so sure. he had to do it just for funsies you know okay I mean? right uh, I I get word some. And this is amazing that I even found this dude because this is before the internet. This is before any of that. You had to, sure. You had to be like a an old sleuth from, you know, back in the day. Hey, seen? Did you see it? The jacket? Could tell me what it looks like, huh? <laughs> right. like? It was it was hard to to locate it, but I I got word that he was going to be at this big party. Like, uh, there used to be these kind of rave parties in like the late 80s early 90s that would just take place in a field somewhere and you would kind of get word about it at the last minute and there'd be like 20 kegs out there and djs and bands and uh and this was a situation like that and we go out in just the hopes that that this guy is going to be there at this at this of this event here this uh and anyways we get out there sure enough he's there we get word somebody comes up to me he's here man and he's got the jacket on (laughs) it was like oh shit this is gonna be great (laughs) it's on uh, it's on now and uh so anyways the guy comes comes walking and he's huge he's he's about as big as raul you know it's okay oh shit and in fact like they it came time there was the face off Okay, and these and these two guys literally like chinned up to each other. Like I went, if my guy loses, we're both dead because this (laughs) guy is pretty big. And uh, but Raul, he had just hurt so many people, you know, at that by that point, you know, and this other guy, I think with his June Cleaver mom, I think he was just an entitled big baby. Right. Sure. He wasn't all that tough. Uh, And so Raul, like, grabbed. He was like, he he grabbed the jacket. He's all take off the jacket and the dude's like trying to look tough for a second then he's like you know, starts, to, <laughs> starts to take off the jacket and I'm, my heart's i'm just like getting excited i'm like <laughs> and uh and then uh raul i remember he like he looked at me and goes if you ever ever fuck with my friend again you're going to get this. And they just, what guy? Okay. He just like, <laughs> he hit him so quick with like an elbow across the right. temple. Just split his head like wide open. It's like psst, <laughs> psst, psst, psst. He just kind of <laughs> retreated off into the party. And I fucking got
0: the jacket back. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. So, so there is a story uh, behind this jacket. I did proceed to wear it the shit out of it till, Pretty much the early nineties to where that wasn't a cool look anymore. It was like right. you didn't want to look yeah, look more thrift store and buy like mm-hmm. you know look like a gas station attendant. Right. You know <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Dickies. I was all no more leather, it's just dickies, you know. It just look yeah. like you have a low paying, low wage job, and that's that's cute. Uh so anyways, here we are today, 2023. And I don't know what do you think, man? Could I could I rock this? I I have a feeling you're gonna rock it. I don't know. I was gonna think, yeah, I'm just gonna start bringing it to the shows for this. I was gonna say, I
0: I gotta feel it next week at the Piercy gig, you're gonna be wearing that fucking jacket.
1: (laughs) I think so too, dude. I think it's kind of cool. I like, I I cut the arms off. I'm like, dude, this looks pretty sick. And it's like, (laughs) it it smells, it's it smells like a, a teenager. Right, that wore this jacket for a few years straight through some hot, you know, <laughs> Southern California summers. Right. It has a stink to it. It's kind of a leathery bo. And I don't know, dude, I like it. We'll yeah, it looks what the cool, man. Think.
0: We'll have to see what the
1: people think. Yeah,
0: well, and it looks the part. I mean, because Steven always wears leather too, so that's what, I'm,
1: that's what I'm thinking. He still goes out like this, and then, you know, Johnny and I b- wear jackets. Also, we have a similar look uh and i'm cool with it kind of you know the michael shanker kind of yeah. <laughs> you know sleeves rolled out it looks cool you know i'm cool but we're gonna wear that the rest of my life you gotta like change yeah. it up a little bit so i was thinking about just going that eh. and then now if people hear the story behind it maybe they'll think it's even cooler when they come to the show and see me uh wearing it or not
0: somebody will be chanting Raoul to you and then <laughs> from the, from the, yeah.
1: steven will be like
0: what the fuck are they yelling <laughs>
1: i should have raul come on the show because he is alive and well i'm happy to report nice. he's, yeah right he's he's a family man he has beautiful children and whatever i'm not even sure what he ended up doing in his life we didn't get back you know in, in uh full-blown touch but uh he is on my facebook and i'll That's definitely cool. have to mention that we're told that i told the story uh tonight oh, yeah. yeah he's like do you still have the jacket i'm like oh yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes i do <laughs>
1: and you told me ripper owens is this true ripper owens is going to be on the show today ripper
0: will be on in about 15 minutes or so um he's going to be coming on to talk about the new kk's priest um release which is called the sinner now the sinner rides again and then um we're gonna be talking about you doing some charitable work you know we talked about we talked with bruce sisk about a month ago for me doing some charitable work or, or not really i just bought some tickets but um, you know, for a charity. Now you actually went and had to best me by actually contributing heavily to, the, to a charity. And we will be talking about that. We'll be talking with uh, what's her name? Hilde, Hilde, Hilde Hildegard. I can call her Hildeberg. And I know it's <laughs> not right.
1: Bilderberg. You We're know, having a Bilderberg meeting. No, it's yeah, a, exactly. a Hilda Hildegard meeting of the minds yes. today. How we I, can I, I, uh, are... help people with, with cancer. That are yes. struggling and so forth Ink against cancer is her foundation and
0: you, and you did something very very cool which we'll get to in a little while one yeah. we'll get we'll we'll tell it when when she's on with us so that she can be part of that mm-hmm. um but before we get to ripper i do have one thing i want to talk about kind of serious which is going to be surprising for this show but um something i think you can definitely relate to uh did you hear about um the shooting at the state fair at the vince neal show on saturday
1: not only did i hear about it but susan's daughter was there oh no shit wow which was weird you would think she would have mentioned that to me like i i happened to catch the news on this like yesterday susan went uh with her girlfriend to a cabin like a girl's night on um mm-hmm. on saturday and i found this news out uh yesterday i saw vince neal which i you know we play with vince neal's band all the time they're also slaughter uh was playing the oklahoma city uh state fair right apparently there was a shooting that occurred um i mentioned it to susan in a text you know uh yesterday just because she knows i play with them and then she just goes oh yeah kaylee was there and i'm like what you didn't mention that to me you wouldn't
0: (laughs) does she live in oklahoma or why was she there
1: does Okay. Yes, her. She graduated uh, college there. She went to an acting college there, and her 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 father uh, bought a house in Oklahoma City that she's still at. Sadly, we've talked about this. Her her dad passed away. <laughs> right. Uh, this this had nothing to do with uh, anything but a uh, what's that uh, thing that cleans your blood that that uh, can explode sometimes in your body? Or no, aneurysm? that that organ. Aneurysm? It's an organ it's uh anyway it, it, i'm not a doctor yeah I'm, I'm trying to think of what it what it is right now God capillary damn anyway that no dude it's bigger than that <laughs> it's like uh anyway. it's like something that filters the blood that 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 can get okay. uh swollen and explodes we'll figure it out later i'll remember yeah uh but anyways that thing i think he had fallen and that thing had ruptured it was spleen a spleen
0: a spleen okay
1: yeah capillary come on chris
0: i don't know i'm not a doctor <laughs> dr aiken you're fired <laughs> depending on what show you watch i'm a judge but not a doctor <laughs> <laughs> i'm a judge damn it
1: <laughs> um, yeah so anyway sadly uh he didn't realize that he ruptured that he had like a, a toxicity in his blood and then he just keeled over uh unfortunately about you know two years ago uh huh. so the, the house is still there she's she's still there uh she has roommates and keep keeping the house going and um they happen to be at this fair that oklahoma fair and I we still don't know though there's no explanation of this shooting here right it was a probably yeah, gang related
0: yeah they're saying it was some kids some younger you know some kids it wasn't like adults but right i i, I first saw this and you know obviously immediately i know you play with 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 um vince all the time so mm-hmm. i was like just for that one second i was like man i hope eric and Steven aren't there and then i was like all right i know they're not and then i was like man that just it just sucks man i mean we all remember the dime bag thing and that immediately comes that, back to mind you know is is somebody could get hurt and i'm glad as much as as much as i personally bust on vince neal all the time you know on mm-hmm. the other show I'm certainly happy that he and none of his band or doesn't seem like anybody was hurt or killed from what I'm reading anyway. I haven't seen that anybody was hurt. Sing when kick stuff was- my heart wrong. One more time, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. You're not singing the words, you know, you know, I mean, it. it I, I am glad that nobody was hurt and you know, but man, how fucking scary is that for that this is what we're dealing with now, man. And I mean, Two weeks ago, this was at the Oklahoma State Fair. Two weeks ago, you're at a different state fair. Right. You're at the Utah State Fair. I mean, yeah, the, the only Salt difference Lake. is the city. You know, I mm. mean, that's that's scary shit, man.
1: It is. Um, yeah, it seems like only a stupid kid would even take a weapon into a, a family event, you know what I mean? Like only you'd have to be young and stooped to even sneak in something like that. I was trying to remember like what kind of uh, security measures those places even take, you know, like I think yeah. they look in your bag and your backpack at best, but if you had a small gun in your down your pants, you'd probably get it through. It's not like airport security at the fair, right?
0: No. Yeah. Because it's just, it's in a field. It's not like you walk through metal detectors or something to get in. It's usually some booth that they put up an hour before the
1: fucking fair opened. If I went there, Chris, I would set off the detector. Cause I'm very metal. Very metal.
0: Very metal <laughs> as you can see. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: No, no kidding.
1: <clears throat> so is this scary at all? Or just like, eh, it's just, one nah, of I think it was kind of, kind of just an isolated, stupid thing. I mean, probably just a kid popped off a little gun and, disappeared in the crowd i don't yeah. know i don't think it's yeah, something I we're know. gonna worry about and we, we do have more uh fairs and festivals i just saw something we're going to be doing in kansas with our girl brit again it's another there you go. uh 80s 80s invasion this tour might actually start Turn getting some tour legs tour. man yeah <laughs> vixen might not be the only legs in this tour might actually get some real tour legs
0: yeah there you go uh, so is, is that is that and i mean obviously you don't know nobody knows until Jason does his job and books it, or we however, but Sullivan, is kind oh, of, Mr. Big, is Mr. Sullivan, Big.
1: okay, Mr. Big.
0: So, is, is that kind of what you guys are hoping for, though? Is that it turns into you know, like the Sirius XM presents or somebody, some like Live Nation? Like yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, I think that would be fantastic, man. I mean. And for Sullivan, for big-time entertainment, for people interested in potentially booking the tour, uh, that's Sullivan Big. His website's Big Time Entertainment. That's big with two Gs. He's twice it's the ultra G. big. Yeah. He's twice the G, people. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, he, you know, these are all his bands. So, God, what a payday for him, huh?
0: Yeah, no, no shit. <laughs> What's he get? What's he get? About 80% of all you guys' money? <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Now, that'll be good, though. I mean, that that would be good to see, you know, right before the pandemic, I went to a similar type thing, which was Russell's Great White, Bullet Boys, Nuff's Enough, that was build the Sirius XM, you know, Reviving the eighties or so I don't remember
1: what it was called, mm-hmm. but it was
0: it was sponsored.
1: Regurgitating, by- regurgitating the eighties.
0: Yeah, exactly. Vomiting it back. <laughs> back. <laughs> but it was a fun show. I actually went. I went and saw it here in Cleveland and it was a it was a really fun time and you know it it, it definitely makes you feel old though when you go to these things and you just look around and you see a bunch of fucking white heads, you know, white heads on the floor. They're going too. No, they're, I'm talking about oh. their hair, not their. Not oh, their I'm skin. sorry. Okay, I'm talking about their hair. They're all they're all Q-tip heads now. At this point, it's either bald heads
1: or white heads. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I know that but is just... weird. I was watching uh, last night American Greed, and they had that one episode about the polka guy that that Jack Black made a movie about also that Yanni guy. Yeah, guy, mm-hmm. he was kind of like a Lawrence Welk that ended sure. up you know bilking a lot of his fans right Uh, yeah that that had a similar thing i forgot what the connection was i was gonna make that what were we just talking (laughs) about we were talking about something old people and shows oh right right so check it out i was watching this when this guy did his polka concerts oh my god the old the golden girl ladies that were at this were like trying to grab his dick while he was like on stage (laughs) i'm like these women are like 90 years old and they're like "Ah!" like (laughs) our grandparents generation really loved polka Apparently, yeah. you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. Especially in like uh, Pennsylvania and these places over there, you you might remember. Oh yeah, it's like the polka capital over there. Man, these old ladies were throwing their panties at this Yanni guy. It was pretty crazy.
0: <laughs> Dude, Cleveland, Cleveland has a has a big Polish, um, I don't know, section of the of the headquarters the city. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, there's a lot of Polish restaurants and stuff around here. Mm -hmm. and man polka polka was a big deal around here fucking and you know and not just weird al Al yankovic polka like there was actually like polka parties and stuff i remember going to some of that shit it's the
1: weird (laughs) 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 yeah
0: it, it dude but seriously when when i was a kid seven eight nine years old i can remember my parents taking me to like polka events and shit which was always kind of weird because you know uh, we'd be sitting in the corner while they're doing the polka dancing and shit and i was like oh okay fun you know <laughs> not, not the best times but yeah i know well what's worse polka
1: or square dancing oh uh, they're both equally bad it's weird too like uh mexican music is is very similar to polka when i hear it sure you know mm-hmm. and uh, it's weird to me that it's gone multi-generational where you know these kids still love it today you see it's like gangster to listen to that shit it sounds like polka to me or it or it or it see uh it's polka you know when you when you check it out when yeah. you really investigate it
0: the only difference between it and polka is the beers that you drink you drink yeah. when you when you listen to mexican music you really don't drink a whole lot when you're listening to a polka
1: you don't? I mean, maybe not. I don't, I don't know. They seem I like they were remember. partying at that thing I was watching.
0: I don't know. I don't remember drinking at Polka. Well maybe it was just that Polka night, I mean, or those polka nights or the place that they were doing it. But
1: they were trying to make yeah, that guy seem they were trying to make this guy seem like such a bad dude, but he was actually a great dude that just his his plan kind of went awry when they had a bus accident. It kind of all fell apart. But he was giving these old people the times of their lives. I mean, most of them looked like they were in the last <laughs> decade of their life anyway. And he was taking right. them on trips to Poland to see the old country. Wow. Like they and it, it was a pretty uh, affordable trips he was putting together for them. It was like two grand or something, but it included everything. It was like all inclusive. And then he, uh, and then he was um, buying a lot of like jewelry and cheap chotchkes from Poland, and then he would bring it back here and he would sell it at his little village. And he had a great racket going on. Um, where he overstepped was when he started selling, you know, uh, security loans or some kind of right something where he was like claiming he was going to give back. Like first it was like 8% interest, 12, no 12, which was unheard of like 12% interest on this investment. And then when he got really desperate later, he said, ah, 20, 20% back. Come on. That- <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's when the, you know, the, the uh, feds got involved and things took a, right. took a turn, but he, he kept the party going until this, you know, unfortunate uh, bus accident happened and, then then it went to shit but they were trying to paint this guy's american greed i didn't really think that was fair i mean they even interview him today i think he's still still alive he just seemed like a really fun positive guy and he touched a lot of lives you know but some people lost him back he touched touched a lot of wallets too he reached in there
0: (laughs) dude i'm always fascinated like you know because we grew up in it we're not even like phased when we hear like groupie stories or whatever about, you know, groupies at the at concerts back in the day or whatever. You know, it just kind of is like, oh, yeah, yeah, of course they were sucking three dicks before they got to the lead singer. You know, it just kind of In her defense,
1: was... it was a mutant with three pieces. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but when you hear it from other things like polka, like you're saying they were up there trying to grab, grab the polka guy's crotch. Rabbitful is What? Yeah. And my first thought is like, what the fuck was going on there? And then I'm starting to think, I'm like, I guess fame in the history of fame, it's always made chicks want dick. That's <laughs> what it seems yeah. like. You know, yeah, it's, it's an alpha weird. role
1: too. It's an alpha thing, you know. They see the 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 master of of events yeah. you know up there, the ringleader, if you will, and that's the alpha guy, you know. So this this fun party is all you know given by him, right. and i guess that, that gives them a uh, excitement right i was gonna say something does nastier it, it's a kid does it
0: change do you think it changes by the demeanor that the that the singer guitar player whatever
1: yeah leader
0: puts out Deme- on stage? demeanor i look the dem- demeanor it gets <laughs> you know what i'm saying no like i don't imagine and again this is this is me thinking out loud i don't imagine a band like Alter bridge getting as many chicks throwing themselves at them as metallica you know because metallica just seems a little more alpha i guess metallica
1: scares them out of their panties
0: (laughs) master 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 of pulling, like is my- pulling down your pants. <laughs> <laughs> well, let, me, let me use a different one. Then Motley Crew. Right. Motley Crew. It's not a. It's not a weird thought at all to think about being at a Motley Crew show and having fucking fifteen chicks without shirts. You know, it, it just happens. It just happens that way. If there's fifteen girls that flash at a whole tour of an alter bridge show a whole alter bridge tour i'd be surprised you see what i'm saying mhm are they a, uh, a christian band no okay they they well three of the guys it's the weirdest thing because three of the three of the four guys were creed three of the four were creed and and then scott stapp was the fourth guy and right. scott stapp has always said that he wasn't a christian guy he just wrote kind of you know Christian y sort of lyrics but they really weren't like Striper, you know. Mm-hmm. They were they weren't that that deep. I always thought they were a Christian band. I never cared. I liked I liked Creed and I know that makes me in the very small minority. Most people hate Creed,
1: but yeah. I liked them. It was it's a good production. Um the one song i thought was that take me higher song was pretty undeniably good when it came out back way back when but like a lot of those bands they just overplayed them whether it was them or nickelback or whatever but
0: they were pop pearl jam yeah that's what they were there there was pearl jam that was all like serious and then there was can you take me higher you know there was don't that and 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 it was kind of like fun you know, I never understood. I never understand the hate for any of those bands. I like Nickelback. I'll, I'll admit it. Probably watch watch the numbers now. Boom. No mm-hmm. no one else. Everybody will stop watching now now that I just said that. But I don't care. I like them. I thought they were fun. I still think they're fun. I, I think
1: it's weird whenever there's a backlash on anything popular and then people go from loving it to hating it. Like you think it'd be a slower decline, you know, Yeah. but it's like, Ooh, oh, we hate you
0: damn well I, and, and especially like nickelback i don't understand the hate they, they they got kind of i mean they're a rock band they're not trying to pretend they're a metal band because then i would see the metal people hating it they acknowledge that they're a rock band they sing about partying they sing about getting laid you know they're they're kind of like the next generation from the 80s music mm-hmm. you know they they have all kind of the same topics i mean
1: take this what? and eat it it is my body oh. well
0: they have that song something in your mouth i mean come on they're, they're talking Grote. about getting their dick sucked you know i mean that's, that's fun that's fun who doesn't want to hear a well, blow as long job as you're song? on the receiving end well yeah but i don't think they're singing um hey sir get on your knees so i can blow you you know or whatever you know <laughs> I don't think that's what they're singing. They're they're definitely singing about the chick dropping her panties, panties around her ankles and shit, like Motley Crue did. Somehow Motley Crue got away with it, and Nickelback is hated for it. It doesn't make any sense to me.
1: Oh yeah, the old—I don't know who threw the first pair of panties. Elvis comes to mind, probably Elvis or something Elvis, like Tom
0: Jones, maybe. Tom Jones might have been one.
1: Little Richard be like,
0: "Ew, bitch, get these away from me!" Yeah, yeah. I'm looking for some Hanes. You smelly ho. Where's your man's big, drawers?
1: I've seen some big panties get thrown up. For, I remember like my first door, the Piercy pad, a pair of panties threw up, went up there. And I remember picking it up because I was going to show it to everybody. It was like, it's like uh, <laughs> that up, <laughs> up the creek movie uh right i don't know if you saw that romp movie where the where the little skinny yeah. kid bag, uh, bags the big black girl and he looks at her panties <laughs> and they're huge it was pretty much like that
0: uh, yeah has that i'm and again i don't know but i i imagine at this point that has kind of died down with like the not only the piercy band but just in general with those kind of you know there's not 60 year old women fucking f- flashing and shit is there
1: uh negative i have not seen that in uh in some time in especially while. since i started dating susan it just stopped nice right. <laughs> i don't know how all i right feel dude, about that's... this new camera i got i'm sorry i didn't mean to change the subject yeah. much longer, but my camera is like weird it's H- hd yeah, it's, and i noticed it's f- now it's now i'm not a little i'm as big as you but if i move at all it wants to refocus and it's i got to get yeah. used to that or i have yeah, to we'll figure it out
0: okay all right let's do this I'm gonna to change topics because uh the great Tim Owens is in the in the green room waiting for us to stop babbling. So let's do this. Is, does I'm he wear is he his heavy metal vest, I hope. I want to have a but he he's he's looking like he's he's got his dad look going. But uh, um here's what we'll do: we will play some KK's priest, we'll play a, a little segment of that, and then we will come back with Tim Ripper Owens next, right here on Chris Aiken Presents. <laughs>